Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 40 of the Official Gears podcast, where we talk about everything from mouse ears to butter beers. I'm Alan, and as always, I'm joined by Brian, and we are the guys of Ears of Experience, or the Gears. And as your mouse experts, we're here to help answer all your Disney Universal and other destination questions and get you prepared for your next vacation. Uh, if you missed it in the last episode, we started off our March Madness, uh, where we are kicking off our bracket um, discussion of our Disney attractions. And in this episode, we actually want to give a shout out and an apology to um, Mike, Hillary, and Leslie, who actually joined us to record this episode. And due to some technical difficulties, um, we lost the recording. So um, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. We appreciate it. You guys did a great job. Um, but Brian and I are doing a quick recap of that episode. So this will be a bit shorter. Um, apologize for that, but thanks for joining us again. Uh, how's it going, Brian? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Lots of things going on. That's a good thing. Yeah. I had yeah. a good quote today. So kind of a nice one. Yeah. It's been, it's been a pretty good week. Um, we had a lot of engagement on our social media this week, which is always nice. We did. And if you guys saw it, um, I announced it on the last episode, but you know, it didn't record. So um, I put it out there on Wednesday that we are getting a new addition to our family on uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're, we're getting a puppy. And so we've chosen a golden retriever. I was asking for different names and loved all the different names that everybody came up with. Um, somebody came up with Tuck. Never crossed my mind to say, you know, to think of Tuck from uh, Friar Tuck from Robin Hood. Uh, love that one. Um, Rider. Some people have chose Rider, which I thought was, a, you know, we love Rider, but the kids weren't on board with it. Um, we ended up going with one that we'll kid. announce tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll end up, we, we are going to use Rider as, as, we're going to use Rider as the middle name. Um, All right. But it was a tough choice. Um, finally, Blaine came up with one and it kind of stuck. And I've been prepping myself, walking through the house saying, come here, you know, such and such, trying to get used to it. And I was like, it fits. It really does. So, uh, but tomorrow we will we will unveil the the puppy's name um, so everybody can can meet him, and uh, we're excited. You're gonna post pictures with the kids, right? We'll post pictures. Um, I say we're excited. I have not had a puppy in f like almost 15 years, so <laughs> I'm not really sure. I, I remember what I'm getting into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask about that. It is a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Back to uh, potty training and new lessons and. I haven't had a baby in over seven years. I haven't had a puppy in 15. So <laughs> it's, it's a fun challenge. It, the yeah. kids are at a good age to, to learn some training and help with that too. Oh yeah. They're going, they're going to get a firsthand experience with it. It's, it's, <laughs> like it or not, it's coming tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. They were the, they were the ones that really wanted this. So I was like, okay, you're going you're gonna to grow up quick. So, right. That's a good uh, thing. We'll see how much they love him after he chews up their stuff and pees in their, you know, on, on their hands when they pick him up. So, <laughs> it, it'll be fun. So, it'll be fun. It'll be but, great. Before yeah, they know it, lots, big, lots of good. He'll be their best yeah, friend. Lots, yeah, he's gonna grow quick. He's a golden retriever, so I'm just thinking, like in a year from now, the dude. He already looks like a hoss, uh, but in a, in a couple months, I don't even want to know how big he's gonna be. <laughs> His parents look pretty big, so that's cool. But, I'm excited for you guys. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be good. But like I said, we had a lot of um a lot of good things on the on the podcast this week on the on the Facebook page. So uh, go back and check that out. But before we get started, we want to do a quick recap of 
the last episode, just to remind everybody of our winners. And uh, we had the Rapunzel bracket. No, no, I'm sorry. We had the Jimmy Cricket bracket versus mm -hmm. uh, and the Tinkerbell bracket. Um, Big Thunder Mountain, Toy Story Mania, Splash Mountain, and Test Track all moved on. And so did Expedition Everest, the Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, and Soren. And uh, really, there was one that we considered an upset. And I thought we considered an upset. Yeah, the Haunted Mansion over Frozen After After. Uh, was yep. really the only shocking, shocking one we had, which it wasn't real shocking to everybody else. It was kind of shocking to me in, in the um, rankings, I guess, because Frozen was 13 and Haunted Mansion was 20. But we have a lot of classics uh, people on this panel that's helping choose this. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they went with the classic. So we had an upset for this week, too. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. If it was Maelstrom, then it might have been a little different. We we may have had uh, Maelstrom over Haunted Mansion, maybe I don't know, but we'll we'll see. Maybe know. not. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. not. Haunted Mansion's still a big one, um, but this one was tough. Like uh, this this week, there were some good matchups, and in round two, there's going to be some. Uh, I'm a little nervous picking round two. Round two's going to be tough. Yeah, round two's going to be a hard. We'll, one. we'll get it in a little while. We had. A, Lots of news dumped on us over the last week, and uh, even more news that we're going to get into next episode. Uh, yes, tons of news. Well, so for the some of the big news that we had dropped, um, Disney has announced that we have an opening date for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and that is going to be on October 1st. So grand opening October 1st uh, for Remy at Epcot. Um little surprised it feels a little late to me but it does coincide with the uh grand opening with the with the 50th anniversary um yeah. so it, i mean it makes sense but i won't be surprised if we see some soft opening before that yeah especially a pass holder preview or something like that but it's yeah it just it's so far away like especially it's, as far it's as that attraction finished. has been ready yeah yes even put some people on now and then shut it down for a month or so and then reopen yeah, it later on. You're something still like that. another six months almost. So yeah, I'd be surprised if we don't see something before that, but uh, officially October 1st. So uh, we do want to point out um, park pass reservations. So if you are looking for some last minute travel, um, I did have some clients who were looking for some last minute travel and have decided not to go to Disney World. Um, Got to tell you, anything through April 10th right now, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios is extremely limited or not available at all now through April 10th. So you're only looking at Epcot and um, Animal Kingdom for those days. So keep that in mind. Uh, if you are looking to go for Remy's grand opening or um, the 50th anniversary on October 1st, October 1st, Magic Kingdom is no longer available. And uh, that date of Remy now being announced, if you're interested in being there for the 50th anniversary, I would start booking very quickly because I would assume Epcot will go fast now that that date has been announced. So I've got mine booked. I just, have six straight days because I don't know what day I'm going to Epcot, but I've got six straight days of park reservations available for Epcot. Like they're just booked. in case. The, sec <laughs> the second through the, uh, the eighth are all Epcot reservations just in case. So. Just to make sure. <laughs> So yeah, yep. it, just keep that in mind if you're looking to go anywhere. Um, people are gearing up to travel. We're seeing a lot more requests mm -hmm. for travel. We're seeing a lot more interest, especially now that you know vaccines are coming out and people are are starting to feel you know ready to get out. Um, so we're seeing that with spring break. Spring break um, 
is getting tight. Um, you know, I don't want to throw it out there, but Universal has also said, take advantage of early park hours coming through spring break. If you don't get there early, there is a chance that you may, the parks will hit capacity and you may not get admission. So they're planning for it based on the reduced admission that's out there right now with all the parks. So we just want to put that out there and keep it in mind. Um, now is the time to book early, especially if you're interested in the 50th anniversary, um, October, November. Uh, I would start looking at that soon. I have so. never known Disney to put out a statement to say basically like, Hey, you know, moose parks closed. Like, yeah. you know, you can't come. And cause that's what they sent to all those travel agents a couple of days ago that said, you know, keep in mind that check the crowd calendar because we are full basically yeah. is, is what it said in a gist. And I've never known them to do that. And, uh, you know, Universal's pretty much kind of done the same thing that we cannot mm -hmm. guarantee you park access. Um, but yeah. you're right. People are ready to travel. Mask mandates have kind of started to, you know, be announced that they're going to, you know, stop being required. Um, Nothing from Disney. Don't expect those mask no, mandates no, 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 to no, go no, away no. from this Disney is, this th year. Just saying yeah. that. Um, this is state and local, you know, levels. Um, New York has finally lifted the travel ban. Uh, or will be lifting it shortly if they, you know, if they haven't already, I can't remember what, what date they had. Um, yeah. That's, that's huge in its own right. Um, so that's, you know, more people are going to be willing to go and, and ready. Um, I mean, some of these people, they haven't been able to travel outside their state in over a year. And yes. I couldn't imagine doing that. People are ready I mean, to I've go. Been four times. <laughs> yeah. So. People are ready to go. Um, so other Disney World news, we did get a sneak peek at the Polynesian uh, refurbishment rooms with the Moana theme. I think they look really, really great. It's um, a great, I think it's a great color scheme. I think it's a nice touch of uh, Moana in the rooms without going overboard. Um, I think they look really, really nice. I'm excited to see that. Um, and with that uh, release of what the rooms look like, there's also an announcement that rooms are now available to book um, late July. So starting late July, Polynesian is reopening um, for booking. So that's great news as well. Um, so that will help with some capacity a little bit later in the year. Uh, I think they look great. I, I, yeah, We have stayed at the Polynesian and I, Polynesian is one of my favorite resorts. And um, I just, I, I love the look of the new rooms. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I, I love the idea of Mo the Moana story. Um, and I'm glad to see that they're incorporating her a little bit more um, trying to get her in there. And I think it, what it is, I mean, this is just us, but I think they're just trying to make up some of the money they had to pay the rock to, to play his part. Uh, you know. <laughs> but it's not in your face. It's no. not over the top theming. No, um, it's it, not. Some of it's subtle, but it's, it's, I think it's really well done and it's great color. It's like the, I was gonna say, it's like the princess rooms. I'm not a big fan of the princess room, the, the um, Royal rooms at a, the uh, uh, French quarter. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or uh, Riverside. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the color schemes there, but I like how they've incorporated a few things here and there into the room to make it feel like you're. Um, I mean, they've got the magic carpet from Aladdin in there. They've got some Tiana stuff in there. Um, I, I like that, and they, I think they've done a more classy job of that with the Moana room. Yeah, that's one of my my personal opinion. In some of the room refurbishments, is I think they've toned down the theming a lot, so it's it's very generic. Um, and th this is still toned, it's subtle, but it's not, I think it's definitely more than what we've seen in some of the, the others. I think, yeah. I think they've done, they've got a really nice balance here and it looks really good. I I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yep. 
Uh, jumping over to the other coast, we did get some news about Disneyland. So, um, you know, it was announced that as of April, um, the parks on the West Coast in California is releasing some of the um, COVID guidelines that will allow the parks to plan for reopening. So Disneyland has announced that they will, um, they are gearing up and phasing towards a reopening towards late April. So that's great, great news. Um, don't book your tickets quite yet. Uh, there's a lot of stipulations and information that is going in with that. Um, initially, from the word we're getting right now, it's only going to be open to California residents. So if you are out of the state of California, don't book your ticket yet, reach out to us. Um, we will you know, definitely keep our ear to the ground and let you know when you can book those things. If you're excited to get back to Disneyland, I cannot wait to go back to see Disneyland. Um, it's been about two years now since I've been out there. And uh, one of my last trips was a solo trip because it was a work trip. So I, I can't wait to get back out there. Um, but the, good news, good news that yeah. the West Coast is going to start coming back to life. So yeah, great news there. Yeah, we may have to, because it's been a long time since I've been, I have not been there since the um, California Adventure opened up. Um, So we may have to do a a Gears trip with, you know, me, you, Michael, Josh, and and Michael Gregory and um, get out there for for that, uh, maybe late 2022, something like that, when all the craziness calms down. Pixar Pier has been redone, but it wasn't fully finished. So um, the inside out attraction was not done yet and the um critter carousel was not done yet um critter carousel didn't even it was a wall still it wasn't even there yet um and they were just starting to put in some of the exterior pieces for that inside out whirl around attraction so it wasn't completely finished but um yeah i can't wait to get back out there and see it i think that's a good plan yep Uh, Back to Florida, we did have some other Universal news come in. So Universal, um, so excited to hear that Halloween Horror Nights has been announced as returning for 2021. Um, We're still waiting for details on this. Um, Halloween Horror Nights 30 will be back um, and they are bringing Beetlejuice back and the Beetlejuice Haunted House because they pretty much had just announced it and everything shut down and they didn't get to do it. So glad to see they're bringing that back. Um, That's going to be a great thing. Uh, again, stay tuned for more information on that to see exactly how that's going to play out, but great to see that, um, Universal is gearing up for Halloween Horror Nights to return. So that's great news. Uh, Mardi Gras. I'm not, I'm, go- what's up? I was, was going to say, I'm not a big haunted house guy, but, um, the Universal haunted houses, I, I think they do a really good job with theirs. They are not your kids haunted houses. <laughs> No. This is not where you like walk through a boardwalk and step on something and air blows at you. The the no. yeah, you will wet yourself in some of these. I'm <laughs> just telling you. But like some of the haunted houses, I, I don't trust the people there. Yeah. You can trust that nothing bad is gonna happen to you at, at Universal other than the fact that you're right. gonna get this crap scared out of you exactly um i mean that that's guaranteed yeah but you're safe versus some of these others in the woods and you know what they do in these you know small towns and stuff um but it's yeah halloween horror nights is just amazing it's definitely not your not so scary halloween party they're complete opposite absolutely you can't you can't do the halloween party at disney and think oh yeah we're good to go to horror nights no nope nope and i'm (laughs) if you have kids under like 13 it is not recommended absolutely nope. not right. and even some kids under 18 i don't know if i'd do it so yeah definitely uh, i'm i'm just i'm not a big haunted house guy it's not that i'm afraid of them or anything it's just i just don't 
kind of see the point. Why would you pay all that money to get the crap scared out of you? Um, you know, <laughs> if you want to do that, then do uh, Dr. Doom's Fearfall or something like that, but uh, Rip Ride Rocket. But um, they, they, they do look amazing. And I They're hear so well all the time. So well done. They, and, they only go for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people that just go for Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. haunted houses. There's some really cool stuff. There's a lot of great entertainment they do around Halloween Horror Nights as well. So um, cool things there. So excited to see that's going to come back. Um, hopefully that will uh, breed good news down the street at Disney. So hopefully how that happens. Um, Mardi Gras again is in full swing at Universal. Uh, it has been going over really well. So this has been a um, COVID version of Mardi Gras. So they're not doing the full parade, but the parade floats are there and they're like permanently stopped and stationed at different areas around the park with, um, you know, ropes around them. So they still have entertainers that are coming to the floats and they're still throwing beads in um, marked areas. If you stand in a marked area, they'll throw beads to you. Um, the, the crowd response has been really, really great. Universal's done a great job of socially distancing Mardi Gras. And the food um, options have been really great. So this has been going over really, really well. Um, I was kind of wondering how they were going to make this happen in the current state of the world. Um, But it has been great. It's got great reviews. And we just found out they extended it through April 11th. So we did tell you that it's really crowded. If you get a chance to get there between now and April 11th, um, take advantage of it. But if you go, go early. And I mean, plan to be there before the park opens whatever the opening hour is. Uh, And finally at Universal, Volcano Bay has reopened. So glad to see that too. Um, I've never been a huge water park fan. So we did a water park. We did um, Typhoon Lagoon uh, a couple summers ago. And we, I actually had a really good time, but we're, we're just, I'm not a beach guy typically. Um, But the water parks were a lot of fun. I have to say, I want to spend some time at Volcano Bay. This park is not a water park. It's, it's not. not. A it's like it's a, a theme, theme park. park. It really is. It's a theme park around water. It's it's kind of a different concept. It's a beautiful park, and there's some great attractions. There's a lot of um, family style attractions, so you can do things together as a group. So it's not like you're just going down a water slide by yourself. Um, glad to see it open. It's doing well again. Um, mm-hmm. Very cool to have all three parks back open. So yeah. lots of great information. Lots of yeah. good things. Uh, and, I, and I just imagine as the weather gets warmer, um, numbers decrease, I, I feel like the amount of news that we're going to keep getting every week is just going to continue to be good news after good news after good news. Like it's yes. just fingers crossed. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fingers crossed for a really good spring because right? I think it's coming. Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you ready to finish off round one? Let's do it. All right. So again, we, we already picked all these winners with um, the panel that we had on. It just didn't record. And again, we're, you know, we apologize for that, but you get to see our smiling, beautiful faces. Who doesn't want to see that? So um, which let's, let's start with the, uh, well, it's um, let's start with the figment bracket. Okay. we are so the figment bracket has uh the number one overall seed but we did switch it because we just felt like it was up against too much competition in the uh punzel bracket and i don't know how that happened but it just did so um number one overall seed but technically in the number two seed is rise of the resistance and it goes up against buzz light your space ranger spin 
And it was unanimous across the panel, correct? <laughs> it was unanimous. Rise of the Resistance got yeah. that one. Rise of the Resistance. And there was two of us, me and Lindsay both said that we absolutely suck with Buzz Lightyear. We could care less if they took it off, <laughs> take it out of the park and put something else there. But, it's ready for an update. Um, it really is. Um, but I mean... It's a fun attraction, but it's ready for an update. It is. It's, it's a great concept, but it's yeah. just so hard to aim that gun and figure it out. I don't know how people get that secret score and all that, but <laughs> I've uh, never gotten it. No, that's a, that's a totally different episode. So, <laughs> uh, and then we had uh Kilimanjaro Safari, which was ranked at 15 up against millennium Falcon smugglers run, which was 18. This one was a little bit closer, but, um, I think we, closer we all had what? the same kind of a doom. Uh, <laughs> it was four to one. Was, was it four to one? I was thinking it was three to two. No, it was four so, to one. Okay. Well, um, so Kilimanjaro Safaris came out on top on this one. Um, Which, to me, it was a little bit surprising. It, it, a little bit. Um, but I think it was because we all agreed that it was a live ride. Like you yeah. never have Safaris the same is different twice. every time you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I really love the Safari. And, you know, again, you, you ride it different. Uh, you know, it's a different ride every time you ride it, but it's also different in the morning versus, you know, late at night or, you know, close to evening. Um, yeah. you, know, you I feel like the animals are a little bit more active right before dusk. So mm-hmm. like the lions, especially. So, yeah. Um, if you get a chance to ride it both times or two times throughout the, your trip, um, I, I suggest doing once in the morning, once in the afternoon, but smugglers run is just a different concept in its own ride of what they decided to do with that ride. And Unless you're a pilot or a gunner, I do kind of see the engineer kind of being left out. But um, Hillary gets motion sickness, so um, she's completely fine being the, the engineer. And you know, if that's if that's you, then you know that's your spot. But um, it could be a little better. We talked a little bit that there there had been rumor from the beginning that Smuggler's Run was supposed to be a little more like Star Tours. That there should be or may be down the line um, different missions. So you know you could get two or three different missions depending on when you get in. Um, and if that's the case, I think that would really add a lot to it. So you're not after the same thing every single time. Um, I, I think that would really boost it to, in my book. I mean, I, like I said, I grew up on star Wars. I love star Wars. Um, and the fact that you're in the millennium Falcon is amazing. Um, but once you've done it a couple times, it's the same ride. So mm-hmm. I think that if if that holds true and somewhere down the line, they add up different missions into Millennium Falcon. Um, I think that would make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one though. It, it was, I'm surprised ride. it wasn't a little closer. Like I really thought it'd be three to two. I did too. Um, something like that. So, but yeah, well, so moving on, this one wasn't even close. Um, <laughs> Slinky Dog Dash versus Spaceship Earth. I don't think anybody really cares too much for Spaceship Earth at the moment. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's you know I, for me especially I've just gotten too old. It's just too rough for me. Like I get off and I'm done. Like I'm I, I don't get sick or anything, but I just my body's just like nope, you're done. Spaceship Earth? No. Not Spaceship. I was thinking Mission Space, which didn't even, <laughs> didn't like, even make it. the list. Didn't even make the list. Spaceship Earth uh, is where you take a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is so. We we do need to do a. Uh, Michael brought it up. We do need to do a episode on uh, the best napping attractions at Walt Disney World, and uh, Spaceship <laughs> Earth might be number one. It's 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 up there. Um, 
but yeah, spaceship earth, you have, you know, man creates wheel, creates fire, blah, 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 moves up. He learns to talk and learns to write. Um, and then you go into the future somehow with some crops or farmers or whatever you end up doing. It's neat, but it's, it's definitely, they were going to refurbish it this year for a reason. Uh, doesn't compare to Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog is, is a great family coaster. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great uh, one. But I, I also see Slinky Dog being upset next round. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about that in a little while. But um, <laughs> we, we all let, say we like Slinky Dog, but we feel like it's could have a little bit more to it. I mean, it's a good coaster, but it doesn't compete to some of the bigger coasters. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's up next? So next one, we have the last one in this bracket, and it is... Um, it, not many people consider it an attraction, but it is listed as an attraction on the website. And that is Cinderella's Castle up against Peter Pan's Flight. Um, I'm going to say I was a little bit surprised by this. I thought I thought there was more love for Peter Pan than apparently there is. Uh, I was Cinderella's, the only one loving on Peter Pan. I know. Nobody else loving on Peter Castle Pan. <laughs> is listed as number seven in our list. And Peter Pan's Flight was number 26. But... This was uh, a clean sweep, five votes for Cinderella's Castle over Peter Pan's Flight. So I was trying to throw Peter Pan some love, but nobody wanted to hear it. I like Peter Pan. I think it's a classic. I think it's one you have to do, but uh, the castle is just so iconic and everybody gets a picture with castle. And yeah, it's just something about rounding that train station passing the flagpole, walking down Main Street, and, and you just know you're there. Yeah. Like, yep. You don't really need to say much else. So, but I it's do. Amazing. like Peter Pan's flight, and he deserves uh, some recognition. <laughs> it's another great classic attraction. There's so many really cool, um, you know, dark ride options and, and effects that were put into that. Um, it just, it doesn't feel as amazing, no. you know some of the new attractions but no it's, it's definitely not I, I mean it's it's worth the hour wage because this is a classic um and because you know i can go back and say when i was a kid i rode that and i can look at blade and abigail and say you know you're now riding the same attraction that i rode exactly sort of. i mean they've, they've changed a little bit but um you know and everybody can ride that ride yep that's right I, I think it's fun i think it's fun so that's yep. our figment switching size. Yeah, switching size to Rapunzel. Yep. Well, for, for figment, we had moving on Rise of the Resistance, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Slinky Dog Dash, and Cinderella's Castle. So those are our four winners on that side. Yeah. So Rapunzel region. Oh, this was a tough one. Really, really tough one. <laughs> this one got interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We had. Um... We had Flight of Passage as the number one seed up against Living with the Land, which some people were like, how did that make it um, over some of the others? And I was like, you know, I just, this was based off agents, you know, rankings. So um, take it up with them. But uh, it was unanimous Flight of Passage. I mean, Living with the Land, it does have some cool things, but the technology, um, the whole design of, you know, Pandora and the Flight of Passage attraction, it's, it's incredible. I mean, it was the best out there until Hagrid's and until Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But I, I love it with the land. I, that's one of those that like I have to do every time too. I, yeah, I love to go through it and see 
um, you know, all the vegetables growing and the fruits and even the fish farm and see, you know, how many fish are in there and what they're doing. And um, I don't know, I get a kick out of it, but yeah, when you, when it's you neat. It put is that really up neat. against flight of passage, it's, it, there's yeah. no, no contest. <laughs> no, there's really not. Um, the next one, however, um, I thought it was going to be a little more competitive. Um, I don't remember what the results on it were, but it was five to nine. I wasn't sure. Was it really? It was. I wasn't sure how this one was going to play out, um, but it's Tower of Terror versus Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And that was one. I, I know Mickey and Minnie's has only been open, or it feels like it's been open forever, but it's only been open for a little over a year at Just this point. And, and these two are ranked yeah, Tower of Terror crazy. 16 and Mickey and Minnie's is 17 in our list too. So fair, fair kind of, judge, I think. As I was say, kind of down there for both of them though. I felt like both of them would have been ranked a little higher. Um, considering we had slinky dog at 10 and i think yeah. i like tower terror more than i like slinky dog i do as well yeah um but but the winner of that um, one you said you said you know you say five to nothing which one won it, it was tower of terror over mickey mini which it's kind of shocking but um I mean, when you look at it, there's so many thrills. It's it's just a different attraction. Not many attractions can you walk up to and get nervous about what's going on, and you can't even see it. Like, there's just you can see Hulk Coaster, you can see Rip Ride Rocket, you can see Big Thunder Mountain, you can see Splash Mountain. You can get a little nervous about those because you can see it. All you hear are screams in this creepy looking building at Tower of Terror. Yeah. It's the oh. perfect combination of just the right story and the right theming. And um, it just, that the attraction right to members. me is, is just the perfect culmination of everything. Disney Imagineering yeah. and storytelling and everything. It just, that one comes together so well. Um, I think it's great. And um, it's the only one of its kind uh, of that type of attraction. So the other ones that exist um, were Disneyland, which was changed to the Guardians of the Galaxy um, attraction, and the one in um, just the Tokyo Disneyland or Shanghai, wherever that one is. Um, the other attractions were based off of the Disneyland one. So mm -hmm. they are different attractions. The one in Florida is the only one that actually has that uh, fourth dimension that you kind of cross through up there. Um, so it's unique in that way as well, even though they're similar style attractions around the world so yeah i don't know it, it's it's an amazing attraction i love that one it is it is and i will say the cast members on that one and haunted mansion really like set the tone for the ride yeah um but i mean mickey and minis though it's it's new it's cute it's the first ever roller coaster or ride de uh, dedicated to mickey mouse like how did we get five to nothing on that one uh, I, I think it's just an excitement level. Like most of us that we're talking, we, we all kind of tend to like a thrill more so than yeah. cutesy. So I think that was part of it. Um, you know, and the more I ride Mickey Minis, like I like it a whole lot more than I thought I would because I'm one of those people that I did watch all the videos and the ride throughs that people were doing before I got to go. Um, and I, I was not real sure. Um, but I, I like it a lot more than I thought I would once I wrote it. But um it's cute, but I, part of it is I don't I don't love the new animation style. Yeah, um, that's part of it for me. Uh, I think it's a great attraction, um, but it's it's, just... it, it's really cute. It's 
So Lindsay, I remember her saying it's the not it's not the great movie ride. That's why she didn't vote for it. Exactly. Um, you know, and she Lindsay's representing the people. Person. She yeah, there. and it, I think it's just too short, in my opinion. It is a bit short. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of short, and um, we have yet to see the pre-show on that too, so we don't know True. how that sets the tone and sets up you know the experience storyline a little more. Um, it is cute. It, it is kind of neat. It's very much like Rise of the Resistance and Remy's Ratatouille, but um, there are some differences. But it's just it's just short, in my opinion. But maybe it's, maybe it's there's not only so much short, you can maybe do. You like it that much, and it goes by too fast. Maybe, maybe <laughs> just something. It is different about. every time, though. Too like your your car is not going in the same place every time, so yeah, when that, that adds cars, to it. Matters, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but yeah, it was a little interesting. Right. But yeah, between the two. Tower Terror, moving on. Absolutely. The next uh, one let's, uh, got controversial. We yes we switched that one. This this is our big upset. Hmm. Yeah, so we had uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train versus Star Tours. And, and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is ranked number nine in our group and Star Tours 24. So yeah. what moved ahead? Star Tours came out and I was I was real, real surprised on this because I like I like Mine Train. I like roller coasters. Um, but I think it's not it, it's a it's a family coaster. There's, you know what i think one hill on it one big hill mm-hmm. um the cars don't sway as much as you know we wanted them to um you know but it is a really good roller coaster uh especially for you know disney um it's mm-hmm. not big thunder mountain it's not space mountain but it's better than the barnstormer and, oh, yeah. and you know so for kids like blaine it's the perfect coaster um again to me it's just a little it goes by a little quick um it's a little short. I would like to see. Yeah. I would like to see a little bit more. I do like how they kept the original characters from the original Snow White ride um, mm-hmm. and, and integrated them. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's somehow it just can't match up against Star Tours, and I don't know why. You're gonna have to explain the Star Tours one to me because I like Star Tours. I consider them about equal, though. So um, it was a it was a three to two, um, and I will tell I'll tell you that when I did my bracket originally, I actually had Seven Doors Mine Train, and as we talked about it, I switched back to Star Tours. So um, <laughs> if anybody out there is is screaming and yelling saying that how could we do this to Seven Doors Mine Train, um, you can probably <laughs> blame me for some of that. Uh, so here's the thing: we talked about it, and Seven Doors. I mean, sorry, Star Tours is a pretty immersive attraction. When you start outside, if you consider, first of all, it's age, it's been around for quite a while, but you start outside and you walk through um, the Ewok village. And now with COVID and the lines being longer, you're actually walking through the village again, which is great. So once you go through that first entrance and you're going into the starport where, um, you know, you see the speeder and you hear the announcements about uh, getting on the next star tour um, excursion and uh, you see 3PO and R2 up there, you're, you're kind of immersed into the storyline right from the queue, right from the get-go, which is great. Um, and it's kept through the entire queue. Uh, it really immerses you into that Star Wars um, lore, which, you know, if, like I said, I grew up with Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars kid. Um, it's fantastic. It's really well put together. And then um, once you get into the attraction, the fact that they have continued to update it as new movies has been released so that there, 
it works kind of like a slot machine. I think there are seven or 11 different um, segments that you can get through. Each ride you go through has three different segments and they're, they, they kind of rotate through and you can get different segments every time you go. So it's slightly a different experience. Um, that's pretty amazing. And the fact that everybody wants to be uh, the spy. Everybody, you know, when you get a kid in there and the kid gets picked um, and they're the spy and their little picture comes up on the camera, um, they remember that forever. And, you know, they, they were the, uh, the spy. I was the spy, I was the spy. Um, they even, Lindsay pointed out, they have t-shirts out there now that says, I was the spy. Um, it, it, it just, it's so immersive and it's so well done and it's so um, Star Wars Lucas lore. It's, it's a great attraction and it continues um, to hold its own, especially since they continue to update it and make it relevant. So yep. it's a fantastic I, um, attraction. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Ewoks. And so just the Ewok village outside, um, hearing them, you know, hoot and everything, especially at night is really cool. Um, I think my favorite version is, yeah, I I think my favorite version of the ride, though, is uh, Pod Racing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I just think that's one of the cooler parts. Um, But it is so cool when you, especially when you get the Vader in it and, and you know he's looking at you and trying to pull you in and, and it, it's just it, it's really cool it's super submersive and you do get sucked into it and um it is it, i mean it's a good ride and it's like it's a toss-up so i was just star tours seven doors mine train it was you know one of them had to go home though and this time it's it's uh seven doors mine train that went home yep yep and there's probably people at home screaming going what but <laughs> think about it think about it it's great it's great yeah i don't think either one of would top the next one though um nope. you know so for the last attraction that we have uh we have rock and roller coaster up against the tree of life walking trails <laughs> um which a, a lot of people are like tree of life walking trails really like how did that make it on there but if you've never taken the time to walk those trails at animal kingdom and walk around the tree of life um please do so it, it yeah. is extremely um i don't want to say entertaining but i mean like it's so unique to walk around the tree and see all the carvings in it um they have different kinds of you know different species of animals out there as well that you can you know take a look at um the bug's life which is a really cute show one time after that you may not want to do it but at least do it once and and kind (laughs) of see um you get some really good pictures of the tree uh, i mean we we've got pictures of all the different carvings or as many as we can find um and we we spoke to somebody one time and she said there was over what 349 something like that yeah, i think there's that over tree. 300 individual animals carved mm-hmm. into the tree and they're not all up through the tree trunk so um as you no. walk through these trails it, it's part of discovery island it's part of discovering what's out there and what's what's available so you walk through these discovery trails and like Brian said, there's animals out there you can see in different plants. And um, the the giant tree of life has roots and things that pop out and go over the trails. And, um, you know, there's giant iguanas carved into these roots that go over the trails and pathways that you walk through. Um, it's a pretty cool thing to go and check it out and see how many different animals and carvings and things you can find too. Um, it's just a nice, shady, relaxing way to um, spend a little time at Animal Kingdom. And, uh, at night, if they if they have the night show uh, with the lights on it, um, yeah, it adds a little bit extra to it. Yeah, but it does not compare to rock and roller coaster. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> again all of us were on the panel were kind of thrill seekers we love roller coasters so rock and roller yeah. coaster took it in a clean sweep no yeah. contest and, and that's one it's got speed um it's got loops you know it's it's a really good coaster even you know and i know a lot of people give disney coasters um you know some some heat because they say they're too family oriented they're not like the whole coaster some of the six flags things like that but you can take that one out of disney and you can put it in any other park and it'll still be one of the top coasters mm-hmm. it's it's that good so currently uh, the only plus disney got, coaster that goes upside down at disney yeah in the u.s I, i'm i imagine there's gonna be some more coming but um it you've got aerosmith as well um you know it's a really good ride um i actually just wrote it for the first time what a year ago um no not even a year ago back in october so oh yeah um, that, was that, that trip mm-hmm. yeah and uh it, it quickly became one of my favorite attractions at uh hollywood studio might be my favorite attraction at hollywood studio actually i don't know <laughs> it's, it's, it's out there yeah yeah, I, Rise and of Resistance car is good. Plays a different piece of music. So, if depending on which mm-hmm. train you're in, you know, you can hear a different piece of music when you go. It's not always the same. And I can tell you, well, Mike can tell you from experience that if you sit in the fir- first car right now, uh, make sure your mask fits tightly. Otherwise, it will blow off. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lost yeah. It off we we got the front car one time and it was, it was great. It's, you had so much wind in your face, but his mask, it, it kept flying off. So <laughs> they still showed our picture though. So it must've been on at that point. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, funny. Yeah. So to recap the Rapunzel bracket, we have Flight of Passage, Tower of Terror, Star Tours, and Rock and Roller Coaster all moving on to Star the second Tours. round. So, so Star which, Tours was the upset of that bracket. Yep. Yep. So, um, I think, yeah, that's really the only real surprising one, I guess. Um, Cinderella's Castle may be surprising to some people because they don't consider it attraction, but it's listed on the attractions list. And I mean, it it is an attraction. You are attracted to it the minute you walk in. Exactly. You know, fits the definition, right? Um, But so moving on to round two, we have Flight of Passage versus Tower of Terror. Star Tours versus Rock and Roller Coaster, Expedition Everest versus the Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain versus Soren, Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain versus Test Track, Big Thunder Mountain versus Toy Story Mania, Cinderella's Castle versus Slinky Dog Dash, Rise of the Resistance up against Kilimanjaro Safaris. Mm-hmm. Any of those stick out to you? As potential winners? Well, I just... Anything intriguing? I'm... That whole Jiminy the Cricket bracket, any one of those can come out of there. Yeah. Yeah, any one of those are good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Rapunzel bracket, I think Star Tours is going to go down against the other three. Yeah. Um, the, those two are probably the simplest uh, or the, the most obvious. When you start looking at, um, you know, Big Thunder, Toy Story Mania, Splash Mountain, Test Track, I don't, I don't know where we're going to go with that one, actually. Yeah, I, I, I run it on either. It's going to be a crazy episode, so make sure you guys check it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little... I don't know. The Figment one, I kind of see where that one's going, but well, I'm, I'm going to reserve it. Yeah, but 
you just never know. Um, especially when you have Lindsay on the episode, she may, she may go crazy. Um, <laughs> So that's one of the things you missed about the episode is that Lindsay uh, is very live entertainment, much like I am, that we always go for, you know, where's live entertainment. So, you know, the uh, Frozen sing-along, uh, Lion King, um, you know, Beauty and the Beast stage show, um, anywhere that's got some live entertainment, Jungle Cruise, um, Haunted Mansion. We're going to, we're going to go for some of those things. Um, so one, they're classics and two, you know, you got, you got to love some live entertainment. It, and Lindsay's going for the people. So she's, she's exactly. keeping that in mind when she votes on this too. She's not an agent. Um, she's keeping the, the, no. the people's vote and in I, mind. Some of these, I think it honestly depends on what day it is in the week and, that, and when I'm riding it. I mean, if it's <laughs> winter, true. I may choose, you know, I may choose a test track. If it's summer and it's a hundred degrees, I might choose Splash Mountain. <laughs> so that, that's true. a tough one. Um, am I riding Big Thunder Mountain at night? Because if so, I'm taking you know big thunder. But if it's you know raining, I may take to. I don't know. It's just so tough. Uh, so many choices. So many reasons to pick. I don't know. It's going to be tough. It really is. It really is. So, well, let us know in the comments, folks, what you guys thought. How the picks come out? Um, what did you guys pick? Were there any upsets? Anything surprised you? Uh, anything <laughs> upset you? <laughs> let us know yeah. how it's going. We'd love to hear from you. And then, yeah, on the next episode, I'm going to kind of go over some of the people's um, championship picks just to kind of let everybody know um, where they stand with the rankings and, and how people are stacking up with our bracket. Um, so pretty excited about that. Um, we got a special shout out to one of our listeners. We have a young man who has uh, gone up against the big dogs and uh, I love his bracket. Uh, we're going to discuss that as well. It's not Blaine. It's, it's one of our uh, friend's sons and um, he did a pretty good job on his bracket, but mm -hmm. um, has some things going up against him because he hasn't been able to fully appreciate some of the rides that we're talking about because he's so young, but, um, but yeah, keep, keep an eye out for uh, episode. Well, the next episode where we're going to be going into um, round two, figuring out who's moving on to the elite eight as we're calling it. And as always, if you guys you know like the show, please make sure you're sharing it with your friends. If you think somebody that you know might be uh, interested in listening, if you guys know anybody that's planning a vacation, whether it's to Disney or Universal or any other destination, please let us know. We would love to help them plan any destination doesn't matter where it's to we are now able to help you guys plan all vacation destinations and we're super excited about that we're getting a lot more quotes lately for places like mexico um you know just the islands the beaches and things and kind of more than we are disney i think a lot of people are a little nervous still about disney and covid so we understand that so we can help you with all your destinations you want to go on a mountain getaway let us know we can help with that as well uh, please keep a lookout for all the good stuff coming up on the Facebook pages over the next couple uh, days. And um, y'all just enjoy your weekend. I know I'm going to be um, training a new puppy. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and two um, children on how to handle a new puppy. <laughs> everybody's all excited about it. I'm like, you guys are not, you're going to school and work. I'm going to be the one home trying to work, taking care of a puppy all day. Like this isn't fair. <laughs> oh. Totally missing out. Gonna, totally missing out. I'm gonna need a vacation soon. I, I need somebody to plan it for me. So, <laughs> well, good thing we know some people. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but again, thank you guys for listening, and um, we will catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on this. 
Have a great one. Yep. Let us know. See ya. Bye-bye.